0: This is The Ultimate Guide to Being a Birth Partner, the podcast for anyone supporting a pregnant woman to achieve her dream birth. I'm Sally-Ann Beresford, a doula, author and antenatal teacher and throughout these episodes I will be sharing with you tried and tested tips that help you to ensure that any birth you attend is a positive experience. welcome to this week's episode of the Ultimate Guide to Being a Birth Partner. I thought it might be really nice to fly solo today and have a conversation with you all about the reasons why you might not choose to hypnobirth. This is a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek episode and I think that it will all explain itself as I chat away. So keep listening, tune in, get a cup of coffee and sit down because there's a lot to know about hypnobirthing. And it takes a good amount of understanding why you need to do quite a bit of work to ensure that it is beneficial to you. Because as I always say, it's not a magic bullet. Hypnobirthing isn't something that you can just read a bit of information about and hypnobirth. It's not something that you can just purchase an app and have a successful hypnobirth. People who come out the other side of hypnobirthing who say, well, that was rubbish. They are the people who possibly didn't invest enough time into the practice. So I thought it would be cool to come up with a little list of other reasons why hypnobirthing might not be for you. Firstly, nobody's going to talk to you in labour. That's right. You are going to go inwards. You are going to relax down into a comfortable position and people are going to ignore you. So if you're a super chatty Cathy, then you might hate this part of labor. You might really, really struggle to hunker down into a nest that you've built for yourself where the lights are out and the music is playing softly in the background and you are Pretty much doing it alone. You are making the most of the opportunity to go inwards and really try and engage with that mammalian brain. So, if you're the kind of person that really, really hates being in your own skin, in your own space, then this might not work for you. So, consider that idea. My advice if you feel that you might struggle is to practice. The more you can practice, the easier you will find being able to switch off your thoughts and get into a really calm and relaxed state. One of the things I always say is it's impossible to feel fear when you're calm and relaxed. So yeah, Try it. See how you get on. Make time to listen to the scripts that come with your hypnobirthing course, and really enjoy practicing making the um, making the tracks work for you. Even if some of the words don't sink in, maybe you nod off and fall asleep. That's brilliant because the information is still going into your subconscious mind. So practice, 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 get your birth partner involved. Or if you are the birth partner listening, then you want to make sure that you encourage time each day, or as many times each week as possible for this relaxation work to take place so that your partner can truly understand the meaning of relaxation and calmness. Right. What's number two? Well, you cannot control labor and birth. So if you are a control freak and you don't want to make any changes in preparation for your birth experience, then you might hate the idea of releasing control. So many couples want to time their contractions and analyze them. And this is really not a great plan. By connecting with your body and mind You don't need to time your labor. You don't need to analyze it at all. Do you think that that would work for you? Someone who is able to truly switch off their thinking brain, someone who is able to stop processing and trying to control. What is happening to your body? One of my most famous sayings is never chase your labor. And that's because it is really, really normal for us to want to think and overanalyze everything in our lives. We are so used to being in our minds, thinking all the time, setting dates in advance, planning, controlling working out the right length of time to do something, following recipes, whatever it is that we do, we do it with our conscious minds. We are learning new things all the time. And it's wonderful to be able to live our lives in a way that helps us to progress. But when it comes to birth, there is no way that we should be in control. We have to truly let go of control. So if you know that you're going to struggle with elements of control, then maybe hypnobirthing isn't for you. But on the other hand, it would be a really useful tool for you to practice because if you can learn to let go of some of that control, what you'll find is it will serve you really well in your parenting journey being able to understand how raising children is also about relinquishing some elements of your control. Your baby doesn't come with an instruction manual and you will need to be guided by your baby in any given moment to go with the flow. So practicing hypnobirthing in pregnancy actually sets you up for parenting and it gives you some incredible Incredible tools that you could really benefit from. So don't rule it out just because you like control. Consider learning it even more deeply because you have already identified that this is an area you need to work on. What's number three? Your birth partners, your midwife, and anyone else in the room might not realize that you're in established labor. This is genuinely something that I see as a birthkeeper and doula all the time. Women and birthing people are truly in their power and they are doing brilliantly when it comes to hypnobirthing practice. And so they're so deeply in the zone that People don't realize they're in labor because they're breathing, they're relaxing, they're softening, they're letting go of all their thoughts, they're not analyzing, and they are producing high levels of oxytocin. Their labor is going really well. And so it's normal for people around them not to truly realize that they are in established labor because they're not portraying the typical behavior that you might see on the television. They're not screaming or shouting. They're not crawling around in agony in ways that you might have anticipated that you would witness. It's certainly a very different story when you're supporting someone that is in hypnosis, that is in self-hypnosis that they have practiced in the pregnancy, helping them to get into a deeply relaxed state where they are able to let go Of their conscious mind completely. So yeah, think about that for a moment. I'm not saying it would be pain-free, but for some people it actually can be because the way that they are able to really surrender into labour and focus on the tools that they've practised, many actually wouldn't describe labour as painful at all. They typically just describe it as a sensation that they feel that they know when to increase their deep breathing and that's as hard as it gets for them so yeah be prepared for the fact that people might not actually believe that you're in established labor don't feel the need to have a vaginal examination to prove what you're feeling you are really just trying to enable the body to do exactly what it is meant to do. And so just going with the flow. And before you know it, your sensations might change and you might enter the next part of the labour process where you might feel an urge to push. And if that happens, then you know you're progressing just fine. And that leads me on to the next reason why you might feel that hypnobirthing is not for you. Because if you've seen women or birthing people holding their breath, putting their chin to their chest and push, 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 pushing, then you might not find hypnobirthing helpful at all because hypnobirthing is much more about tuning into your body for. That stage of labor where you are feeling um, pressure in your bottom, feeling no overwhelming urge to do anything other than breathe until something takes over that you couldn't stop if you tried. Where your body is actually doing it for itself, just like vomiting, just like having a poo. You can sit and wait and breathe and relax and soften and when your body decides that your baby is in exact alignment, that it's ready to give birth, then your body will take over. And that is amazing to watch, to see and to feel. So if you're the kind of person that thinks you'd rather hold your breath and burst your blood vessels, end up with piles, somebody that likes to be guided by an external person who hasn't got a clue what's going on inside your body, then maybe hypnobirthing is not for you. All jokes aside, this is really important for you to realise that no one, regardless of whether they're hypnobirthing or not, should be made to push. You shouldn't ever feel pressure from someone else who has no clue what is happening inside of your body to tell you what to do. Just like the vomiting example, if I was to say to you right now, okay, I want you to be sick and vomit, you would go, well, I don't feel like it. Perhaps I was to say to you that I want you to do a poo right now in the middle of the floor and you've got 10 minutes And I'm going to shine a torch on your bottom every minute and I'm going to give you some guidance as to how to do that. And you have to put your chin on your chest and push into your bottom to produce this poo. And if you haven't produced a poo within that 10 minutes, then I'm going to go in and get it out for you. Well, that might not, you might not feel ready to have a poo. Can you imagine the pressure? To perform that you would have in that circumstance. So just bear in mind that you are far better off waiting until your body really is genuinely ready to go. And then you'll find your body will take over and do it for you. And you will have very little effort to uh, put in. I think some people believe that you can breathe out your baby. Now, I don't dispute that that's possible. I would say that for second and subsequent babies, that's even more likely to be the case. With the first baby, I would say that in my experience, I typically witness first timers really needing to put in a little bit more effort than that. But again, being guided by their body, that overwhelming feeling that they need to bear down and push is is quite important to to not ignore that, to actually go with that sensation. And even though you might have a desire to breathe out your baby the whole time, when you feel that overwhelming sensation to push, go with that sensation and breathe in between. Okay, so what is number five? Well, I don't recommend that you embark on a hypnobirthing course unless you are fully aware and prepared to learn a skill for life because you will find that retraining the neural pathways in your brain to have full belief in yourself, in your body's ability to give birth, in your instincts, in your ability to parent and be An amazing parent who can tune into calmness and relaxation in a moment's notice by using anchor points or affirmations and breathing and relaxation, then, hypnobirthing is probably not for you. You don't want to be bothered with learning something that will benefit you as a parent for the rest of your life. And obviously, you know. This really is fantastic in giving you the tools to take moments of extreme frustration with both your partner and your child. Moments where you feel incredibly overwhelmed, when you might be feeling anxious or that you're losing control. These are the times that you can tune into the hypnobirthing techniques and really reground yourself and get yourself back to a situation where you feel calm, you feel relaxed, you've regained control. So that's it. Those are my top tips why you might not want to embark on a hypnobirthing course, because at the end of the day, if you don't want to be calm, and you don't want to be relaxed, and you don't want to have an easy positive birth experience or parenting journey then perhaps you need to avoid all elements of hypnobirthing altogether. I hope you have enjoyed my cheeky list of five reasons why you should avoid hypnobirthing. However, if I have inspired you to take the time to make sure that your birth is the best it can be and invest in a course Do look in your local area, find someone who is experienced and knowledgeable about birth or you are welcome to join me on an online course by looking at my website www.birthability.co.uk where you will find information on how to contact me and I can provide group courses or one-to-one sessions. So I look forward to hearing from you. And giving you the tools that can support you and your birth partner to have an amazing birth experience. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Ultimate Guide to Being a Birth Partner with me, Sally Ann Beresford. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review and don't forget to hit subscribe. If you are on Instagram, you will find me at The Ultimate Birth Partner. Please feel free to follow me for more ideas on supporting women through the birth of a baby. If you would like to purchase a copy of the book that accompanies this podcast, then head over to Amazon and type in Labour of Love, The Ultimate Guide to Being a Birth Partner. If you would like to work with me on a one-to-one basis, visit my website www.birthability.co.uk or email me hello at birthability.co.uk.